Welcome to Making Great Men podcast. This is your host, Papa G. Thank you for joining me on episode one of the podcast. Looking forward to being with you here today. Thank you for coming on this journey. Uh, a little while ago, I released the uh, trailer for what this podcast will be all about. And it's about uh, making great men, men who are great in themselves, great for their families, great for society at large. Uh, and so, you know, there was, I spoke about some ingredients last time we, we were together on the last podcast, and I'll get to those, and I'm going to touch on the first one today. But before I go there, uh, for those who don't know me, let me introduce myself just a little bit. I am a uh, a man who's in his late 40s, has five gorgeous children. Yes, five. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, ranging from around almost 12 years old to 24, three girls, two boys. I'm a business owner. Uh, I was a minister for over 20 years. Uh, and during that time, and, and also for the last 25 years in, in accumulation, I've worked with, walked with, counseled and advised hundreds, if not over a thousand people uh, uh, ranging from singles to couples to friends, people from every industry, every walk of life, every type of human. I've had the opportunity to talk with them, to sit with them, to go on this journey with them called life. And what I noticed was that there were patterns that we all go through. Most of us are like the rest of us. Yes, we're unique and yes, we have our own styles, but most of us are like the rest of us. We have this pattern of life that we all go through the different stages of emotions. Uh, I worked out by, by being with, with people, I worked out what the main things are that people need and what they desire. They are things like love, acceptance, belonging, meaning, security. I, I know there's a f one or two you can add to that too, but they were the five that I found, no matter who I was talking to, when one of those is missing, it has a profound impact on the individual, especially when they're significantly missing in their childhood. Let me say them again. Love, acceptance, belonging, meaning, security. Look, around about 10, 12, maybe 15 years ago, uh, I started to notice something, especially amongst the young adult men. I noticed that they were losing something. They were losing their, uh, their, their masculinity or their masculine traits. And I know we live, now live in a world, 2023, where if you say the word masculinity, uh, it conjures up a whole array of negative connotations, some positive connotations for some people. But if you look at the media and what's out there at large, it's not a good word to speak about. But I think it's an important word to speak about. Here's what masculine traits uh, are in their, in their um, overview. They are things like integrity, strength, chivalry, kindness, courage, character. That's what a masculine man is. Now, did we need to um, do some changes with uh, certain ways that men were behaving? Yes, and they were broken men. That's not toxic masculinity, that's broken men. Men who were insidious, men who were horrible to, to women, men who treated them like uh, dirt or treated them like um, they're, they're just a plaything. 
that is that's brokenness that's the effect of a broken man a man who has no boundaries a man who who has has not taken control of himself that's not masculinity understand that i know they're saying toxic masculinity but do not put the two things together that is a broken child that literally is a man child that's not a masculine man uh, and so I, I noticed that these, these, these young men were losing all of these things, this strength, this courage, this kindness. And I didn't really know what was happening, right? I, I, I would ask the questions, why are you guys thinking like this? What's going on? And none of them could really tell what was happening. It was almost like there was this feeling that if you were a man, you needed to tone it down. Tone it down. Stop being a man. Well, sure enough, most of us know what, what's happening. A couple of years later, I realized that there were certain ideologies that were coming through universities. I realized that the media, which is now common uh, place, as most of us know, uh, you know, terms like toxic masculinity, men should just sit down and shut up, tone your manhood down. These are the sort of connotations that, are, that our young men are being bombarded with today. But like I said, 12 to 15 years ago, I started to notice this. The things I started to notice were these young men couldn't handle rejection if they asked the girl out. So they didn't. Literally, these young men in their early 20s would say to me, I really like that girl over there. I don't know how to ask her out. And it was a little bewildering to me because in my back then mid-30s, I thought to myself, hang on a moment, things haven't changed that much from when I was a late teenager, early early young adults what what what's happening here what why is it so hard to ask someone for a coffee and and if they don't want to have a drink um and they say no thanks then you just suck it up and move on what what's the what's the issue and then it started to dawn on me we've raised these young men for the previous 20 years before that to not be able to handle rejection not be able to handle not getting what they want in life for instance it was about 20 years ago, where I was, uh, I, I went to go to a soccer game uh, for a nephew of mine, and I got there a little bit late, it was about halfway through the first half, and I was uh, asking one of the parents there, I turned around and I said, what's the score? This was like an under 10s grade, and, and several parents shushed me and said, we don't keep score here, we don't keep score here, we just want them to enjoy the game, and I I honestly thought they were joking and I turned on and I said, Are you guys kidding, right? Uh, no, 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 we don't keep score here. This is just for fun. Um, what? <laughs> Sorry? I was shocked and could not believe what they were saying. On top of that, I started to hear that teachers were not using red pen because it was too bold when they were using red pen to mark someone's, um, when they used pens, to mark someone's assignment. Uh, being Telling a child no to do something is too abrupt and too brash. Um, obviously, uh, things like uh, disciplining the, the, the child with a, with a smack or putting them in a corner or doing... No, no, you can't do any of that sort of stuff. You need to helicopter parent the child. You need to sit down and explain to an 18-month or a two-year-old. A two-year-old can't reason. I, I started to notice the effects of these sort of behaviors and psychological treatment towards these kids who who didn't know how to deal with disappointment, didn't know how to deal with uh, problems, who didn't know how to, how to deal with uh, losing a game and therefore how to 
get back up, dust yourself off, come on, we're going to try again, let's go next week. There was none of that, that was missing in their lives. It really was missing. And so I thought to myself, okay, I wonder if that type of upbringing is now bringing them to a place in their early 20s where they're saying to me, Papa G, I don't know how to ask this girl out because if she says no, I don't know how to respond. I don't know how I'm going to feel about that. That was concerning. There was one particular event that I'd like to recall. I was speaking at a uh, young adults event and there was, I don't know, maybe five, 600 young adults there. Uh, a good composition of early to mid twenties, you know, probably 50, 50 male, female. And as I was talking through this sort of thing, I made the statement. I said, men, listen to me. I want you to listen to me, young men. All of you guys were designed to carry the weight of responsibility. That's how you were designed as a man. That's what separates you from a boy. You don't become an adult or a man because you turn 18. You become a man when you take on responsibility and have meaning. And so I was saying this and I said, therefore, this weight also allows you to handle rejection. So be courageous, approach a girl, ask her for, out for a coffee. If she says no, just take, the, take it on the chin, thank her for a time, walk away. Without expecting it, all of a sudden, the girls all jumped up and cheered and clapped uh, I was getting some woo-woos. Uh, they, they were, I, I had to stop speaking for a minute because I couldn't believe how loud it got in the room. And I thought, hang, hang on a minute. Hang, hang on, why are the girls cheering like this? And it dawned on me that they were cheering like that because they too were feeling the effects of guys not having the ability or the want uh, or the courage, I should say, to go up and ask them out uh, for a coffee. Now, please understand that doesn't mean a girl can't ask a guy out for a coffee. I'm not, not saying that at all, but I'm saying it does something to society and to a young man when they don't have the courage to do something like that and carry the rejection of it um, and be able to deal with it. Carry the, the disappointment, learn how to uh, change their view on that, pick themselves up and let's move on. That is a vital part of growing as a man. And so as I spoke to these hundreds of young men and walked them through life's challenges, um, it became something that I really enjoyed doing. I, I saw the results of those who put the effort in and the way they improved and then also the, those who didn't put the effort in and what happened to their lives. It was such a joy, honestly it was, to watch some of these young men find themselves. They pull their shoulders back, their chest out, so to speak, build confidence, get some courage to take on life and what it brings. This is the reason why I've started this podcast. I've had some incredible examples in my life. I really have. Quite a number of them. And still to this day, some great examples of men in my life who have spoken to me both emo on an emotional level, on a spiritual level, on a physical level, the ability, you know, on a, on a level towards my mind and intellect, challenging me, teaching me, picking me up, correcting me, giving me a clip over the ear and saying, that's not how you're meant to respond to this. That's not how you're meant to think about this. Here are the reasons why. All of that has shaped the person I am today. And I'm watching that in my own five children. I'm watching how they've grown up. Like I said, they range from 12 to 24. So I've seen them grow to a place where they're self-aware. 
they're emotionally intelligent, they're developing all of those traits and characteristics, and it's an incredible thing to see them. Uh, and also, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what is incredible for a father to see. It's incredible to see that other people notice that about them, and then for the ones who have come to me and said, wow, I can't believe your child, your, your son said this to me, or your daughter said that to me, or your your other daughter noticed this other thing and this detail and they went and fixed it or they went and they went ahead and and uh, did something about it that is an incredible thing to see about uh, or to hear about your own children and you know you know what it makes it all worth it all of these years of just uh, consistency and boundaries and discipline and love that you give your children and to see that it is eventuated into the incredible human adult beings that they have become is uh, is worth it. Trust me, if you're in that early stages, young man, and you've got children in their single digit years, it is worth it. Consistency, boundaries, discipline, and love. <laughs> I may do a podcast on that some other time. Character, strength, and conviction are forged in the fires of life, okay? Not on the mountaintops. So these things do not happen. I want you to remember this throughout all these next few episodes. Character, strength, and conviction are forged in the fires of life, not on the mountaintops. Remember this, especially when you're going through tough times. I want you to remember this, especially when you're going through tough times. I'm repeating it because that's when it's important to remember this. In the fire of life is when your character and your masculine traits are developed. Why? Because how you respond in those times will directly determine how you are shaped. Oh, write this down. I know you probably don't write things down. Type this down. How you respond in the tough times will directly determine how you are shaped. So, so men, please grab this. All of those incredible masculine traits are forged in the fires of life. Don't run away from them. No matter how disappointing it could be, don't run away from those things. Or we try to get them to finish quickly. And I understand why. Trust me, I know why we want to do that. None of us want to be stuck in a tough time. But if you do, and you do it well, you come out the other side a different person. You'll be shaped by how you respond to those times. Sometimes those times are short. There are a few days. There are a few hours. There are a few weeks. Other times, those tough moments in your life, those horrible moments in your life, they can go on for months and years. And that's when those fires shape you into the cast iron character that I'm talking about. Look, as I go through these episodes, I've decided, I've made a decision that if you have any questions, I've set up an email that you can ask me questions about things that I'm saying. I will try to answer these questions uh, on air when I'm on podcast and in the following episodes, or I'll answer you directly if I don't get to them on the podcast. So type this down. It's makinggreatmen.01, makinggreatmen.01 at gmail.com, makinggreatmen.01 at gmail.com. Shoot me your questions. I'll try my best to, to answer them. All right, let's take a few second break because we've been going for a few minutes and we're talking about a lot of things before we go on with the rest of the podcast. I want to call this break the interesting facts brain break. Okay, just to get your brain thinking a little differently. So here are, here are six facts that I want to give you. Number one, hot water will turn into ice faster than cold water. Mm -hmm, if you didn't know that. 
Number two, the Mona Lisa has no eyebrows. I actually didn't notice that. I had to go look it up. It's true. And the reason why she's got no eyebrows is they cleaned it too often and uh, they took them right off. Some ladies know all about that too at the end of the night. I'll leave that there. Number three, the strongest muscle in the body, gentlemen, is not your bicep or your leg. It's actually your tongue. Very interesting. Number four, ants only rest for around eight minutes in every 12-hour period. What are we complaining about having a lunch break <laughs> uh, for an hour? At number five, I am is the shortest complete sentence in the English language. Wow, I am. And for those who know, it's the most powerful sentence in the universe. I'll leave that there too. Finally, let me talk about sunlight. If you get sunlight in the first 20 minutes after waking up, this is what it can do for you. If you do it in the morning and even all, all, almost to uh, the mid-afternoon, if you get as much sunlight as you can in your eyes, not directly, of course, looking at the sun, it helps to facilitate uh, the release of three main uh, molecules that are associated with motivation, attention, and drive. And also, it releases the optimal amount of cortisol to maximize your alertness and focus for work and the activities throughout the day. Very important, gentlemen, sunlight. All right, let's get back to the podcast. So in my intro, what I said was that there are three main ingredients that I believe make great men, which by the way, is also the motto, motto for this podcast. They are kindness, chivalry, and strength. Kindness, chivalry, and strength. Now, before I start, and I want to go into kindness first, that's the one I want to touch on for this episode. Before I start with the first ingredient or the first trait, uh, trait let, me let me finally say that none of us are perfect. Just because I'm the one doing this podcast, it's not because I'm perfect at this, but it's because I've forged things in my life. I, I still make mistakes, I still make stupid decisions, but we're not aiming for perfection, okay? That you and I are better today than we were yesterday. We don't compare ourselves to anyone else, but through good old hard work, determination and grit, you and I become the men that we were designed to be. Let's move on to the first of the traits, the first of the ingredients that make great men. The first of the ingredients is kindness. <laughs> what image does that conjure up for you? When I say kindness, what do you think of? <laughs> oh, I wish I was in a room with 50 men right now. I'd love to hear the answers. What does it portray? Does it, does it portray to some people weakness, timidness, maybe simp qualities? <laughs> No, my friend, kindness is a strong trait to develop. No matter your personality, it doesn't matter what your personality is. Uh, a kindness is not an attribute of someone who is laid back or someone who is uh, a, a simp or a pushover or a mild-mannered person. No, it's got nothing to do with that. Kindness is not an easy thing to develop. Understand this. It takes effort. It takes time. And more than both of those, it takes sacrifice. Sacrifice is what it takes to develop kindness in your life. Kindness is not something that just happens to you. It's not something that's part of uh, your life automatically. Here is the definition of what kindness is, uh, the, the dictionary definition, let's say, or good old Google, or in today's world, uh, chat GPT. Here's what it says about kindness, just this one-liner. Kindness is the quality of being friendly, generous and considerate towards others. Catch that last two words, towards others. Kindness 
is the quality of being friendly, generous, and considerate towards others. Kindness is not an easy thing to do, my friend. Men, kindness is not an easy thing to do. Kindness uh, means we have to sacrifice some things in our lives in order to do it. But when we do, kindness has got an incredible ripple effect. Actually, all three of these traits that I'm talking about, kindness, chivalry, and strength, they win people over because it's not, not only because it's rare today, but because they're the qualities that we as humans inherently understand that's what a human should be like. But kindness has this ripple effect, which is incredibly powerful. So you have to choose to be kind. It doesn't just happen. You're not born with that. I want to go back to a word I said a moment ago called sacrifice. Sacrifice. What, what are you sacrificing to be kind? Yourself. You're sacrificing your comfort. You're sacrificing ease, your finances, time, energy, availability. You're sacrificing brain power. It also means that you are looking to be kind. You see, for you to choose to be kind, you have to look for it. So here are some examples of kindness, right? These are just some basic ones. Giving someone a compliment, volunteering to help, donating money giving of your skills, you're a trader, you want to help someone build something, fix something, uh, giving an emotional support, sitting down with someone and helping them through emotionally, uh, remembering what someone has said and making it happen. Whether you're making a meal and taking it over to your neighbor, you, or you're sitting at a coffee shop and you hear a single mom say that she's having trouble and then, uh, and then she goes to the bathroom and a friend of her, your friend's standing there and you go, look, I really want to help with that. Uh, can are you able to give me a bank account number and I'm happy to give her some money? Can I do that? Um, you know, and, and I'm mentioning that. It seems like I'm giving a very detailed example because it, it, I saw that happen right in front of me. Uh, and, it's, and see, that is kindness. And that person didn't want anything. They didn't even give him their name, nothing. He just said, if you don't mind, give me the bank details. If you're comfortable with that, I'll do the transfer right here in front of you with the friend and I'll and she was kind enough to do that and and he did he gave her hundreds of dollars for this single mum who couldn't get things for school for her child and he walked away the single mum came back and she couldn't believe it and she was shocked and tears and who was he who was he and what does he look like and I, I had this biggest smile on my face because I thought that is what a man is meant to do okay now it's not about the money I can't understand that it's not about the amount of money he gave her hundreds because he was able to but it's not the amount, it's the fact that he noticed it and then he acted on it. That took, that took purpose, it took determination, it took courage to follow it through, and it took sacrifice. Understand they were all the little traits that happened for him to do this one act of kindness. That's what we develop in each one of us when we decide or we choose to be kind. Kindness is highly important in our world, highly important. And I'm not just talking about uh, a timid type of, type of kindness. I'm talking about a kindness that is forged in determination, that is forged in, in the ability uh, and the, and look, it's, it's not just the ability, it's the desire to want to do this. Now, why? Why should you be kind? I'm going to, I want to end with this. Why should you be kind as a man? 
Do you know what, what's, what's happened in my life? Do you know how people have treated me? Do you know that my mum did X, Y, and Z, and my father did this, and he left us, and do you know that teachers were horrible to me, and do you know that my girlfriend did this, and do you know that my, my other friend betrayed me, do you know that this one stole from me, and do you know that my workplace treats me horribly, and do you know that my, my brothers do this to me, and my sisters do that to me? I mean, I understand. I understand life. Is like, you know, I've been abused and I've been, I've been hit and I've been... I get it. I get it. But men, understand something. What happens to you is not your fault. What is your responsibility is how you respond to it. How you respond to what happens to you determines how it shapes you. Why? Because it's how you respond in those times that will determine how you are shaped. And so you choose to be kind, not because someone has treated you well, but because you want to be shaped into the great man that you were designed to be. A great man for your partner, a great man for your children or your future children, so that you can stop the cycle of abuse and horribleness that maybe you've grown up in, or, or show, um, show other people in your life what it means to be a man. See, understand, understand this. This is what I figured out. Many of these young men 10, 15 years ago that I was dealing with uh, and to this day don't even have an example of someone that, that they can learn from or look at an example and say, oh, that's what a man's meant to be like. Oh, okay. All I've ever seen is my father get drunk and hit my mum or, or hit me or, or be horrible and men need an example to look towards. You could be that example, but you've got to develop it in you first. You've got to be an example for them to look at and to say, that's what I could be. That's what it means to be a man. And you work towards it. Young men will always end up exactly what they say they don't want to be. And that was probably one of the saddest things I realized. I would hear these young men who were, you know, sometimes they were 13, 14, 15. And they would say to me, I never want to be like my father who was always angry and always horrible to me and my brothers and sisters by the time they were 25 by the time they were 28 they were doing the exact same thing the reason is they they said they don't want to be anything and all they did was they looked at the thing they did not want to be and not realizing that where your eyes are gazed at that's where you go to what you're focused on that's where you end up but if you focus on an example that's a good one then you will go towards that. You'll develop those traits. But if there is no good example, then all you can think of is other things you don't want to be. That's what you're focusing on. That's what you become. And so this is why developing kindness and all of these traits is important because it's not only for you and it's not only for your next generation, your, your offspring, but also for society at large to have more examples. The more of us that walk like this and have examples like this in our life and show kindness, and show chivalry, and show strength of character, conviction, uh, and, and courage, the more there are others that could learn from you and I. And so I want to encourage you, take this, share this with people you know. I know you can do this. It will be tough. It will be hard. I know that, but I know you can do it. And I want you to, I want you to know, the reason why I say I know you can do it is because no matter what your circumstance or your background is, I have seen people struggle through the most horrible times of their lives. But today, they're in their late 20s, early 30s, mid 30s, and they are great men with great families in great workplaces. And they've come from horrible beginnings. 
Never would you have thought that they were going to get there, but they put in the time and the effort and the grit and took on the responsibility and chose to be kind, chose to be chivalrous, and chose to be strong of values, of character, and of conviction. And so that's what the journey we're going to go on. I hope that I can help you. It's so good to have you on this journey, guys. It really is. Remember, if you have any questions, email me at uh, makinggreatmen.01 at gmail.com. Makinggreatmen.01 at gmail.com. Well, thank you for joining me again, guys. Looking forward to the next one. Have a great rest of the week, whatever day it is for you when you're listening to this. Enjoy life. Life is really good no matter what you're going through. It's an amazing thing to be on, this journey called life. And I'll see you next time. Anyway.